Welcome to Transformed by the Word, a podcast about discovering how to live your life with gratifying purpose. God created you for a reason, and the Bible contains the keys to unlock your transformed life. Now, here's your host, Deborah Barr. Thanks for joining me for episode 34 of Transformed by the Word. Do you know why God created you? And are you living a life of fulfillment and deep-seated joy? Are you excited to wake up every morning so that you can continue to pursue what you were created for? That is what we will be talking about today. How to discover and fulfill your life's purpose. I've said many times before in earlier episodes of this podcast, and I'll say it again today, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And he wants to use you and your testimony to bring other people to the saving knowledge of him. He created you. He loves you. And he's been preparing you for your mission your entire life. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We were created for good works, and God prepared and created us so that we can walk in those good works and in his work on this earth. Just like the Apostle Paul and many other people in the Bible, God will use the story of your life to bring glory and honor to him as you are obedient to do what he reveals to you. Now, Paul was a persecutor of Christians before God met him on the road to Damascus and turned his whole life around in a single moment. And Paul spent the rest of his life in service to God. If you don't know the story, check it out in the book of Acts, chapter 9. When we look outside of our own lives and see our circumstances from God's point of view, we can see that he has been preparing us our entire lives to come and know and serve him. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God sees the big picture, and he knows exactly how he wants you to serve him and to serve others. If you don't already know what your purpose in life is, and you missed the previous episode of this podcast on spiritual gifts and calling, I would recommend that you listen to that so that you can begin to see how God has uniquely gifted you with spiritual gifts that he wants you to use in service to his kingdom here on earth. 
Now, have you ever considered writing a personal mission and vision statement? Just like the exercise of developing and writing down a mission and vision state helps churches and companies remain focused on what they were created for, the very same thing can be true for our personal lives. Developing your very own mission and vision statement will help you focus on what is important And it reminds you not to get sidetracked by the things that are not central to who you are and who God created you to be. There's a lot of power in writing down what God reveals to you. Just like the power of the written word of God in the Bible, writing down the truth that he reveals to you as you pray and ask him to show you how he wants to use your life is the first step to seeing those purposes displayed in your life. Writing down and continuously reviewing your personal mission and vision statement helps you to stay focused on the things that God has gifted and equipped you to do, your contribution to the body of Christ. There are a lot of good things that you can be doing, but if they distract you from your main purpose, the mission and vision that God has revealed, you'll be less effective and you can even get burned out because you're going down rabbit holes that are not central to who you are. After you have your clear mission and vision from God, you can then evaluate every opportunity that comes your way and look at it to see, will it advance or detract from what he has assigned me to do? If I only participate in the activities that move me closer to my mission and vision, then I'm on track with God. Now let me take a step back and make something perfectly clear from the outset. We're not saved by works that we do for God. We are saved by grace. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Our salvation comes from the finished work of Jesus Christ, what he did on the the cross, and our faith in him alone. The works that we do are a natural response to the amazing gift of salvation given to us by Jesus. And the word tells us that our faith without works is dead. That's in James 2, 14 through 26. Now, before we jump into how to develop a mission and vision statement, you need to know that there's a difference between a mission and vision statement. Think of your vision statement as a long view If you were to reach the end of what God designed you to do, you would have accomplished your vision. So that's a forward-looking thing that you have not yet accomplished. Here's an example. Your vision might be to end world hunger. Now, your mission statement, that is practical things, practical steps toward accomplishing your vision. In the example of a vision to world 
to end world hunger, your mission might be to encourage and equip Christians around the world to address the hunger issues in their communities. You see how that works? A mission is the practical, the how to get towards the vision. Okay, now that we have that, how do you start this process of developing a personal mission and vision statement? Well, first, take some time to pray and ask God to begin to speak to you about your future and write down what he's showing you as well as any associated scripture references that he might bring to mind. Since God created you with a purpose and a plan in mind, he's the one we should talk to, to learn what that purpose is. And what grand vision is he showing you? What stirs your heart? Why have you gone through what you've gone through? Where is he leading you? And what do you think he wants you to accomplish Or what do you think he wants to accomplish through your life? Secondly, pray and ask God to reveal to you the specific mission that he has for you to be able to reach that vision. Again, a mission statement essentially answers the question, how do I attain the vision? Now think about your spiritual gifts, as well as the other gifts that God has given you. What are you naturally good at? What experiences have you had in your life that you can use to help others? Where did you grow up? What people have you been exposed to who have influenced your life? None of these things are inconsequential. God works all things together for our good, and He will use your gifts, your talents, your time, your finances, your connections, all of this he will use towards your purpose. Write down the gifts that God has given you and he wants to use to bring glory and honor to him. As an example, to help you start thinking about your mission and vision, I'll share with you what God showed me when I did this exercise. What I came up with for my vision is to see people delivered and healed from the bondage of sin through an intimate, personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And the scripture reference that I have is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So that's my vision. My mission statement is to draw people into an intimate, life-transforming relationship with Jesus by sharing my testimony and proclaiming the gospel. My scripture reference there is coming from Luke 22, verses 31 to 32. And it says, And the Lord said, Peter, Peter. Now you got to know I replaced my own name there. So I'll say it with my name. And the Lord said, Deborah, Deborah, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. 
And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. And if you know my story, that's exactly what God did. When I returned to him, he's been using me to help others. Now I challenge you to take all the time that you might need to develop your personal vision and mission statements for your life. And when you have something tangible, display them prominently where you'll be constantly reminded of what God has uniquely gifted you and charged you to accomplish for Him. Review them regularly and revise them as needed as you grow in the gifts and calling that God has assigned to you. When you've developed your personal vision and mission statement, it will actually help you to decide what's important to focus on when many things are coming your way. If those things detract you from your vision and mission, don't spend time, energy, resources, money on them. Remain focused on the plan and the purpose that God has for you. For any of you who might be old enough to remember Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, at the end of his shows, he would say, you've made this day a special day by just your being you. There's no person in the whole world like you, and I like you just the way you are. Think about this. God created you just the way you are. You are unique and uniquely gifted to accomplish in this life exactly what God has assigned for you. You are loved. You are valued. You are important to God. And it all begins with responding to His love for you and your purpose, the purpose that He has for your life. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and the pardoning of your sins, the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is an opportunity for you to believe in him right now. So if you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, It is by faith that we believe that he died on the cross for our sins. And you can pray this prayer of surrender to him right now. God, I confess that I'm a sinner and I need Jesus in my life. I repent of my sins and I turn to you. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. He was buried and he rose from the dead. And I accept this by faith and invite Jesus to be Lord of my life, to reign and rule in my heart. And today I surrender my life to you. Thank you for forgiving me and saving me. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a child of God. And you can fulfill the plan and purpose that He has for your life. If you made a decision for Christ today, please go to my website 
and let me know about it. Visit tbtwpodcast.com and click the link where it says, I made a decision for Christ. And I will reach out to you and help you get started on this journey with Christ. My prayer for you today is that you take the time necessary to pray and ask God what His vision and His mission is for your life. And then you will begin to organize your time, your energy, and your resources towards accomplishing that vision and that mission. For you are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that you should walk in them. Amen. Stay tuned for our next episode of Transformed by the Word, where we will be discussing the topic, Intimacy with Jesus. Thank you for listening to Transformed by the Word with your host, Deborah Barr. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play and connect with us at tbtwpodcast.com. Until next time, be blessed.